Welcome back to another episode of They Are Listening. My name is Courtney. This is Lindsay and Phil. Hey. Where we talk about all things supernatural, paranormal, or just plain creepy. This episode we are talking about paranormal experiences, whether they are our personal experiences or someone else's that we know. Alright, so I have a few stories for you guys today. I know you guys brought your own stories as well. But uh, the story that I'll start out with was kind of creepy. It was one of my first experiences seeing things and experiencing the paranormal. But I remember I was in middle school and I had lived in North Carolina. And the way that our house was set up was pretty much every room in the on the bottom floor connected. And we had a wood stove. So I would keep my door to the living room open so I can get that heat. Uh, my mom always kept a light on in the corner downstairs so she could see to come downstairs to go to the bathroom if she needed to late at night. Um, I remember waking up one night, I don't know around what time, but I would probably say it was like early in the morning, it was still dark, and I saw something sitting in my doorway and it looked like someone was standing there. And I can just remember hollering everyone's name, like, you know, mom and my brothers, uh, and nobody answered. And uh, I threw a pillow at it, and it went straight through this thing. And I remember doing the little kid thing, putting my head up under the covers for like three minutes, and was like, oh my god, I'm not seeing what I'm seeing right now. And then when I uncovered my head, it was gone, but there were no footsteps. You couldn't even tell something had left. It was just like, it was there, and then it was gone. Uh, So that was actually a pretty creepy experience, one of them that I've had. Uh, it was just, it was plain odd. Like, just the fact that it just disappeared the way that it did. Like, I couldn't hear footsteps or anything. It was just there one minute, gone the next. Okay, uh, you have questions, Lindsay? Yeah. Um, so did you ever see it again? Did I ever see it again? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't rightfully see it, like, straight up just there. I would see something out of the corner of my eye every now and then, uh, but I never actually saw it again. So, was it just, like, pitch black? Like, like a silhouette? Like yeah, it was a silhouette. So, you know, like, if you're looking into a room that has a light on in it, yeah. uh, and you're in the dark, um, if someone, like, walks in front of the doorway, really all you can see is their silhouette, you know? Because of the way that the light's shining into your eyes, like, you're completely in darkness. Like, you're seeing everything around it, yeah. but you cannot see through it. It was kind of like a bright lit room because well it was like dull it wasn't brightly lit but it was a dull room uh and all I could see was the light in the living room I didn't really see like the couches or anything because of me just waking up it was a a little lamp it was just a tiny lamp uh and when I woke up I like blinked a few times because at first I was like okay like I'm just now waking up but I blinked a few times and like got my eyes adjusted and it was still standing there but I couldn't see facial features or anything. It was just a silhouette. Literally looking as if someone was, like, standing in my doorway. Did the outline look human? Did it yeah, feel it, like if it was wearing anything? It looked humanoid. It had, like, this, you could tell everything from it. You could, do, you could see, like, from head down to the toes um, that it was just standing there. But I couldn't tell who it was. It wouldn't answer me. And then when I threw my pillow at it and it went through it, I was like, oh, my God. Yes, Phil. Did it look like it was wearing a hat? <gasps> Actually, Dude. you know, now that I'm thinking about it... Like a fedora. Yeah. I don't know if it was a fedora, but it did kind of look like a hat. Bro, okay, so that's actually really fucking cool because that that's actually said to be like an omen of death if you see something like that. Like a shadow so person So, now, like, now that you specify... Listen, now crazy. that you specify about that... that yes. Listen, hear me out. Now that... You have said that. Um, my uncle died literally, I think, before this happened. Yeah. From a heart attack. Because, like, okay, sometimes they can show up, like, it's said that they could be seen, like, before, after, like, but it is. It, it's pretty much, like, it, it's a symbol of, like, death or misfortune, like, bad yeah. luck coming your way. Which, like and this was, this was around I the time, it. the first time that I started, I guess, becoming more spiritually awakened. So. They're yeah. called, they call them shadow people, yes. and they don't know if they're from, like, a different, like, 
dimension, but that's a whole different topic. Yeah. But that actually leads into my story. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and cut to Lindsay's story then, um, since that correlates. Okay. So, I never really had any experiences with the paranormal until I would say it was about 10 to 11. Um, we moved into a two-story house, and it was a really old house. Like, it was redone, but the history of it was, like, over 100 years old. Like, there's pictures of it where the old logging company used to be, and in the background, you can only see our house standing there. There's nothing else around. It used to be, like, a boarding, like, halfway house, I believe, for the railroad that used to run through town. Um, it was, it was, it was a lot of stuff. We actually filmed the history of this house. I think it was a vet office at once, it was like apartments, um, so anyways, um, living at this house, the back, the den part was built on, um, and it was just this huge room, and we actually had it sectioned off, before we had it sectioned off, um, my bedroom was upstairs, and my brother's, my mom had her, like, bedroom, like, in like a corner of the <coughs> den, which is like her area, well, I started hearing things, and seeing things and it would be like little shadow things but it would mostly be things talking mostly i would say children little girls um i don't remember a whole lot i just know i was scared and i didn't understand at the time but one night i was sleeping and i was sleeping with my mom in the bed because i i guess this is when i started seeing stuff and i was just scared and i woke up out of a dead sleep um, basically having to go to the bathroom. I look through the doorway, and I believe in our kitchen. Okay, it goes from like the den to the kitchen and through another doorway to the dining room. And the bathroom was right there where the kitchen was. And I think we had like a little lamp or nightlight thing on in the kitchen. Um, I remember looking through the doorway going into the dining room, and there was a figure, and it was it was black, like like a silhouette black. And it felt like he was staring at me. Like, stare. I blinked my eyes, just like he said in your. St I blinked my eye. I couldn't believe. I'm like, you know, you see things in the dark. You're a kid, like your coat, something. You're like, oh my god. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's nothing. And I was just, I was so scared. I didn't wake my mom up. But I remember. I just really had to go to the bathroom. But I was scared. And it just felt like he was looking right at me. And the silhouette was definitely um, like a fedora type and a suit. That's what it looked like. And it looked like he was just leaning against the doorway, chilling, watching me. Okay? This happened the next night. Woke up, dead sleep, still there. Okay? Um, the third night, I was going to confront it. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't there. It was gone. Um, I never saw it, whatever it was, again. Um, I just I just remember we had paranormal people come over. We've had recordings. It, it was a pretty insane things, like different timeline stuff. Uh, there was actually pictures I took before the thing was sectioned off um, where I was in front of the computer and just taking webcam photos. Just, you know, I was 11. I was just... Being, being the stupid kid. Um, I went back on those photos. Clear as day. I'm talking like colored images. You could see people in the background. Different timelines. It it was bizarre. You could see like a couple in the back with, uh, it looked like they both were wearing like a plaid shirt. Like long sleeve shirt and one looked like a man and a woman but it was like clear as day but it was like the top of their faces and you could see their midsection but the top Waist going to their head and down to like from their waist to their legs, it was faded. Um, I saw it look like a little girl crouching on the ground in some ratty looking white gown with her back turned, but squatting down on the ground, clear as day. And it looked like a little slave girl, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then on my right, it was like floating, floating faces. It looked like, um, like a baby's face. It was weird. Um, I remember being up in my room and uh, I was just laying on my bed and I heard something in the corner whisper my name 
and I started crying and freaking out because I thought it was done. It settled down for a bit. Um, it just it just scared me. I, I would hear things. My mom would hear things. I had a cousin stay over one night. She woke up with bruises <coughs> on her. Um, she said she never wants to stay there again. Um, we've just had random people get pinched or pushed, um, grabbed. Um, and it's like you feel nice things, something that's like like good spirits in a way, like they're trapped. But there was one that did not feel right, like human, but not. I guess more intelligent. And um, I just I remember when it first got so bad, we actually moved in with my grandparents for about four months. It got so bad in the house, like we, I mean, I couldn't sleep. Um, one night, um, this is, this is years later, okay, uh, my brother, I believed, had moved out at that point. Uh, my mom had moved her bedroom upstairs, okay, she was next to my bedroom, and I just remember still sleeping in the bed with her, um, I just didn't, I didn't feel right sleeping. My, my room was very depressing feeling. Um, my mom's room, it felt more chaotic in a way. But where I was with her, I felt safe. Um, I had trouble sleeping. And she was, um, she was already asleep. And I'm just laying there. And I feel something coming to the room. And, uh, I start feeling like I'm burning. Like, almost like I guess in a panic attack way but it wasn't a panic attack it it's like I could feel this energy coming into the room and it did not feel good it didn't feel right and it and I remember shaking my mom awake and I'm like somebody, somebody came into the room and she just got out of it what and said something came into the room I don't we need, we need to get out of here we go downstairs to the den at the time she was um dating uh, this guy and he was he slept in the den um we tried to go to sleep and i just kept hearing whispering in my ear and it was like little girls children they wouldn't stop um my sound room but like they would have shut up it was just constant i couldn't stop it i believe that was the point when we actually moved out for a bit and uh I remember us trying to go back home a few times and you would just walk into the house and it would feel so heavy, so heavy. Um, there was one instance where it was actually a sunny day outside and my grandparents lived like right next door and I go across the yard out back. I'm getting near the back of my house and my arm starts to burn and I run back to um, my grandma's and they're in the kitchen cooking and I'm like something like it felt like something bit me but it burned kid you not when I looked at my arm there was two like little like like I've been branded like little slip marks either someone took their nails and dug it into me or like teeth I don't know like it literally felt like I got burned it was just it was like a something trying to keep me away or was something being like you know they didn't want me there um, the house just gives off bad vibes. Whatever's there is still there. I just try to ignore it. Because it, it's, it's a lot. It, it, if you give in to it, it can make you get really, um, real depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it gets pretty freaky. Like, even now, it's like, I'm afraid to go into that house upstairs by myself. Because literally when I walk to the room, the doorway going upstairs, it's like someone's always there watching. Yeah. Now, is this currently the same house? The two-story white house next door, yeah. Okay, so that is currently your mom's yeah. house. Okay. I was wondering. I was curious as to which house this was. Yeah. Uh, it. It's just, I think it's more the land. I think, yes, things had happened in the house. Bad things. Um, but I think definitely the land. Uh, I think there was a lot of... Um, like plantation type stuff going on there right um literally in that actual back corner it actually became my brother's room when we sectioned the den off and that room itself is i hate it i literally feel like 
like there's a dead body buried underneath there and who knows because that used to be no building there it, it's like the house ended at the kitchen and it was just all yard oh wow yeah and where the apartments are there used to be a huge brick home huge it was knocked down pretty sure um chances are they had slaves and stuff but i'm telling you there's if i could find the old evps of um what was heard in that house it's crazy yeah, dude, like, for real, if you can find that old, you know, all the EVPs and stuff, like, if... I can if, find the pictures. Yeah, if you can find the pictures and the EVPs, we'll definitely, like, try to input those into, um, like, social media or something, so people can actually, like, see what you saw and experience what you went through. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I grew up with that. Oh, gosh. Like, it just gives me chills. Like, I got chills going up and down my body right now. Okay, one morning, I was so... This is how fed up I was, okay? (laughs) This is why I'm like, something's knocking on my wall. I'm like, I don't don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm done with this. Go on. (laughs) I can't. I dealt with this for so long as a child, a teenager. Um, But one morning, I was so tired. And uh, I was laying in my bed. And I heard heavy footsteps, like boots going across my bedroom floor. Oh, God. I was so tired over. I was just, and it was early morning, okay? And I'm just like, like, why? Like, stop. I'm tired. Leave me alone. And then I would hear the little girls whisper in my ear. It seemed like every time whatever this was came around, they would get scared or run away. I mean, that's a possibility, especially if it was a, um... Um, if it's a child spirit, child, like... You know, especially if they died at such a young age, I feel like child spirits tend to get stuck in that age range. So kids are a lot more cautious and a lot more afraid of people. And if whatever, um, you know, like smart entity it was that was like, like made them fearful. I mean, the the kids could have been like trying to warn you about it. On the, the EVPs that we had, there was definitely, um, they say when children die, they'll, when you hear them, they'll sing. And there was a thing, there was a, there was a part where we heard children singing, and it said, wish you all could see us. And it, they would get scared when this intelligent being, and I believe it is a man, and he, he just did some terrible things. And the more chaotic it was in the house, the more negative energy, the worse it got. Yeah. Okay, so when my brother lived there, it was it was bad. It was bad. He It fed on that. And it was just like, stop being so negative. Because it was like, the more angry you were, the stronger it got. Um, my mom would see things growing up. I got one more story. And I'll be done because I just remembered it. But she would see apparitions. She would see family members like like she would see me and you okay i only saw dark crap so that's what i got but um so my great aunt my grandmother's sister had a daughter she died at eight years old she had um bad allergies i think they said she got like pneumonia every year and her heart just gave out she was born way before my mom was even thought of okay and my great aunt, they never talked about her because it broke her heart. I mean, you lose a, a kid at eight years old. I mean, that's, it's tragic. It's tragic. It's terrible. So they never talked about it. I don't think they ever really talked about it until, like, I got older. And I just remember going to her house. And sometimes she would bring it up. And then that was it. Um, most of the info I got from my grandmother. Well, my mom was little and playing in her room. And talking to somebody never mentioned okay her name her name was sherry d my grandma looks at her and goes oh who are you, who are you talking to you know kids have imaginary friends they're playing around she looks at my grandmother well her mom and goes sherry d my grandma hit the floor she said she like freaked out they never talked about her never brought it up never mentioned it and that's who she was playing with. oh wow yeah i think she said she's seen um her grandfather when he passed, visited her. Um, it's just, it's just a, a spooky, spooky stuff. I mean, my family does really believe in like the kind of paranormal things. Um, but that was my taste of it growing up. So now I'm just kind of like, 
whatever, I guess. I got used to it, but it is still, it can be very terrifying. Yeah. So. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, wow. I, I, I do want to see those pictures and hear those EVPs, though. I think sure. that would be pretty awesome. Dude, if I can find them, I'm trying, to, like, go, I'm trying to go through these old computers that are up in the, the house, actually, and um, to see if they're still on there, because I'm telling you, it's like people don't believe me. People post fake crap all the time. Yeah. It's clear it's a day, okay? It, they're not photoshopped. They're real. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> it is like <laughs> different time laws, all in one photo. All in one photo. Look at all these people. All right. Okay, so I have <laughs> about three spicy little tidbit stories here for you of stuff that I've experienced. And I'm going to start with the one that happened here. And this was the probably the scariest thing that had happened to me. And uh, this actually happened in 2023, around July probably, late July, but we were in our back bedroom, me and my husband were asleep, and we curl up together and I had my leg tossed over him and he had his arm around me, but it was like tucked under my back. Well, I had woke up because it felt like someone had grabbed my thigh and like squeezed it a little and I knew like I woke up and was like that was not Joey like that it's not it's not possible that he could have like wrenched his hand around and like grabbed my thigh so I was I freaked out and I looked back and there was this solid black huge figure like you could not see the like you couldn't see the head or anything because it was so black and I painted the ceiling black back there because it was a wood color and it was ugly and I didn't like it and yeah it had its hand reaching out towards me and I, I blinked and it, it was gone so I freaked out like I started thrashing around in the bed because like it touched me it grabbed me and I literally saw it and you know Joey Joey woke up we didn't see anything like we didn't there was nothing there. There really was nothing there, but we had moved our bedroom around the day before, and the bed was in the middle of the bedroom. Like, it was the first time we had had the bed not up against the wall, and it was closest to the side with the closet in it, and it really, really freaked me out, and I've not seen that figure since. I have seen it one other time, and it was up against the wall, and it had a hat on, and it was like seven foot tall type of shit. Yes. Wow. It was terrifying. Wait, I think I remember you telling me about that uh, around the time that it happened, because I think you called me. I did. And you were like, Courtney. Like, I couldn't go back to sleep. So did it look like a creature? I don't know. Okay, so like, I had these white, like I had these LED lights around the window. And, like, it, it fit about perfectly. Like, Courtney seen it. And I had them on white. And it lit that room up back there. Because that room is red and it's got black. Like, we painted the trim and stuff black around everything. Like, the closet back there looks like a doorway to hell. It, <laughs> it really does. I mean, it, it does not give, Maybe like... It, it. Does, it, does, it does not give good vibes. And, like, our daughter was like, I want to switch rooms with you. Like, yeah. That's actually leading up to the next thing that I'm about you guys because this was not just a me experience this was me joey and our daughter um but yeah i like i couldn't see exactly what it was all i seen was a big ass and i'm, I'm talking like this hand was not like a human sized hand like this was like inhuman but it it didn't look animalistic it looked like a human hand but it was fucking huge mm. and it was like just reaching out towards me like and it was so black, like, when I looked up, it literally just blended in from the ceiling. It looked like the ceiling was just pouring this black figure out kinda into the like, floor, and it was reaching out for me. It's kind of like something you would see in a movie. Yes, almost. or like an indie, like, like the uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine, like the vintage horror <clears throat> games, shit like that. Like, it sounds so unbelievable, but like, I've seen it clear as day. I felt the hand, like, grab me, like... And I know that it wasn't Joey. Like I said, Joey's hand was tucked under my back. 
and there's no way. His hand would have had to have bent around, like dislocated into a U to grab me like that, you know? Yeah. It was, <clears throat> it was something that I'd never really experienced like that before, like, I'd well, never been grabbed by something and it scared the shit out of me. Well, that's just like that other, the other night, literally, yes. like last week, uh, we were sitting on the couch watching a movie and... Phil just like jumps up and she's like looking around. I'm like, what? And she was like, something just whispered my name in my it ear. Did. And like Joey was sitting like, in between us on the couch and he was like, I heard it. Yeah. And for Joey to say like, I heard that, because he's never really, he's not really around a lot when a lot no. of this happens. So for Joey to say I heard that, like it had me like a little freaked out. I was like, okay, well, I didn't hear it, but it had to have happened if Joey heard this too. And then right before that had actually happened, Mia's bedroom door had opened by itself. And we made sure that that thing was latched. Like you heard it open because it creaks. Like it's, it's, dude, that takes it's so a, much energy. Actually, not like, she's going to show us the door. Yeah, you can hear the creak. Man, because you heard three knocks. Hear it, right? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like immediately three knocks. I mean, religious or not, you know, it's like you learn that's not good. Yeah, like, are not human. No. <laughs> yeah, and it sounded like it was coming from that wall, and you have not been back there, I don't think, but that wall is literally where Mia's closet is. Yeah. It's wall. Like if Why you, is it always a closet? We'll show you we'll, we'll show, show you the closet, closet okay. after we're done okay. with the recording. Um but it's definitely very eerie and it's always colder in the closet. It is. Always cold colder. And in that's the where the majority of the stuff is seen as like towards that closet. See yeah. like the closet in my room in the other room upstairs, my old house, um it was like when people didn't have closets really. You have like your wardrobe, so my uh, great uncle who bought that house and, and did some stuff, he actually kind of built this makeshift closet. It didn't have doors on it, but there was something about that one corner going into the other room. Because they were, they were the same on either side of the wall. Like my closet was here on the left side of my bedroom, and the other room was on the right side. Something just did not feel right in there. I don't know what it was, but it's like a place to hide yeah, or something. I mean, it's, it's like a safe space for them to hide and like not be seen, but it's like they're watching you because like... We have a tapestry hanging over our closet, and in both of these bedrooms, it's not just the one back there. It wasn't just in the red room. Even in here in the purple room, I've seen something pull that tapestry back. Yeah. And I swear, it's like you can see eyes looking through it, and you're looking right at it, and then it, the tapestry just drops. Like your brain can't comprehend or see because you never yeah. seen something like that before. So you're but asking like, yourself, is this real? I'm not going to lie to you. The first time it ever happened, I had that tapestry for maybe two days. And it's like, it's got goats, it's got a pentagram. Like, it's a really nice tapestry. It's black, it's purple. I didn't think anything of it. I, I'm into that type of stuff. I really like the way it looks. My brother was like, I'm going to buy this for you. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I can just put it over the closet. I don't have to worry about seeing creepy shit in my closet no more. Nah, two days, like, after we got the thing, I woke up and that's what I was met with was something, like, and it was tall, too. Like, it was not something small, like, it wasn't like one of our animals. It was abnormally tall, and it was like, it just had it peeled back, and it was looking at me, and it was yellow eyes looking right at me. Hell no. And I literally, like, I squinted like, my eyes, and I was like, go away. And it dropped the tapestry, and I was like, I'm going back to bed. It's like, I want a tapestry <laughs> to cover my closet so I don't have to see creepy shit. Ha! Joke's on you! Joke's on you! <laughs> I will peel that tapestry back and still look at your ass while you're sleeping. <laughs> you think this tapestry's gonna stop me? That's the scary thing about it, too, is because, like, this stuff doesn't just randomly happen. Like, no, I'll be in, like, a dead sleep, or I'll be alone in this house, and yeah. I'll hear it. I didn't have tapestries, but I did have, like, you know, like, those old-school beads people would hang from their doorway. Yeah. I had some of those uh, over the closet that I, um, in my room in North Carolina, around the time that I saw that shadow man, and I remember sometimes my mom wouldn't be home when we got home from school, uh, and so I would pretty much, like, we would be home alone until she got back, um, which my older brother was old enough to, like, watch us and stuff. We lived out kind of, like, in the middle of nowhere, and there was no crime, so, like, we didn't worry about that stuff. But I do remember, like, coming home one day and walking into my room and my beads were moving. And we didn't have a cat or a dog at the time. I had a hamster. Mm. My, my mom did tell me, because there was a moment where I wasn't at the house for a while. And 
my cat was there. Um, she had put um, holy water. And, you know, they say, like, what you believe in, you give it power. So, at the time, I was a believer. My mom is still. But she put holy water on my cat's head. She was acting weird. And whatever was in the house was fucking with my cat, and that's what made me so angry. Mm-hmm. She said as soon as she put holy water on her head, it's like she went crazy, and she said literally something it looked something picked her up and threw her at the wall at first. And it was, I was just like, what the fuck? I've had it to where I thought someone was seeing. And I turned around and asked, I can't remember who it was, but I was like, were you seeing? And they're like, no, I wasn't seeing. I wasn't seeing anything. It sounded like a woman was screaming. And I wasn't even at home. This thing, well, I think what was singing to me wasn't, wasn't bad. I think it was more comforting, but it was still like, you're, you're freaking me out. I did not Um, but I remember closing my eyes and seeing this black shadow go back and forth on the ceiling, but who knows? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, it's just been some crazy stuff, and when you can't explain it, it, uh, it's just really hard to comprehend. Like, did I just see that? Because later when I would wake up and I saw that, I'm like, did I just... Okay, because I, I like to go at it being a skeptic. I don't want to immediately jump to, oh, it's, it's a ghost, it's a demon. Yeah, there's always something Hell that you can, like... Like, well, did this do that, did that, did it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, my door would shut, but it was because I had my window open and the yeah. air pressure, boom, and it was like shut. It scared me. Um, but when there's no explanation, I'm still just like, maybe it was just something else, and that's all it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, like, that's like whenever I moved back from North Carolina, we had moved into this house over closer towards, uh, Kenny Chapel, like McDonald's, and, um, I came home from school, like, I was in high school, uh, and I came home from school, my mom wasn't home, my little brother wasn't home, I think he was at football practice or something, and I walked into the house, and I walked into my bedroom, and I laid my stuff down, uh, because, hmm, I'm a good kid and got my homework done at school. But <laughs> that's the way. Um, I remember laying my bags and stuff on my bed. And I went to walk out of my room. Because, like, in the house that we lived in, like, you go down the hallway. Uh, my brother's room was on the right of the hallway. I was on the left of the hallway. You walk down just a little bit further. Uh, coming into, like, the living area. Uh, but before you get to the living area from our rooms, there's the bathroom on the right. Or technically the left if you're walking into the living room. And then the living room. And then the kitchen. There's a bedroom into the kitchen. And then my mom made like the back porch her room. Because it was enclosed. Um, So she just put curtains up and stuff. And that was her bedroom. I remember coming out of my bedroom. And I was walking past the bathroom. And all of a sudden I heard, hey. Okay. And I was like, oh, my mom probably left her TV on again. Sometimes she did that. And uh, I walked into her bedroom and their TV was not on. And I was like, okay. So I like, went outside and walked around the house. Not one of my neighbors were outside at the time that this happened. And I'm like, I did not just hear that. Like, there's got to be a radio or something, you know. But there was no explanation for it. I was just like, I was home alone and I heard, hey. Uh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Can I help you? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I couldn't, I could not for the longest time figure out what was going on. I honestly thought that there was someone living in the crawl space. Oh um, my god, there's been videos Because that. Oh, yeah. I thought there was someone living in the crawl space because of those videos. And yeah. some of our Tupperware and our silverware and shit was coming up missing. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. And so, <laughs> one, <laughs> so, one day, I had a friend over, and I was like, Mom... There's something, I, I swear there's got to be someone living up here in this crawl space. Yeah. Because, like, it just, there's no way that our stuff's going up missing. We don't take nothing out of the house, really, at all, you know? Um, so, I was too short. We didn't have a ladder. So, I had to kind of rig a way to get up to poke my head through the crawl space. So, I had this, um, we had, like, this uh, old school record player out in the hallway that was my older brother's. And it was, like, pretty tall. So I stood on top of it. I still wasn't tall enough. So I got a step stool and put it on top. It was dangerous, but I got a step stool and I put it on top of this record player. And I was able just to peek my head up through the crawl space just enough, like up to about my chin, 
to be able to see everything in there. And uh, I didn't see anything. Uh, there was a lot of, like, insulation. Yeah. There was a lot of insulation, and it was, like, a few inches thick, too, so I could not see everything over that insulation. But I didn't, like, see anybody. And I was like, okay, so something's going on here because there's nobody living in my cross space. I would have rather well, someone be living in my cross space. I don't think someone living there either would be like, hey, so. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the only time. <laughs> that wasn't the only time I had, like, heard things uh, that were completely, unexp like, unexplainable. Um, that was really the first time that it started happening. So I was like crazy. You no, know, I will say, I feel like when things were happening, like during the day too and at night, that's when you know shit's like really real because yeah. it seems like stuff just kind of happens at night, you know, when it's quiet or alone. Yeah. But yeah, it's more easy to like blame it on stuff like, oh, that's something outside. Oh, yeah, for well, sure. Yeah. That's why yeah. I tried to debunk it and yeah. I was like, there's a TV on, there's a neighbor outside. None of those. Right. Were accurate, and that's when you're yeah. like, "Oh shit, shit's hitting the fan." Like, yeah. Am I going crazy? But like, aren't y'all nocturnal? Don't y'all come out at like, night? <laughs> you could ask Joey. When we were in the red room back there, I I was having a day. I was depressed. I did not feel good. I have this pent up, and it's actually sitting right over there on that microwave, and it was full of highlighters, pens, like you name it, packed full. Well, it was sitting on this little black table that we had beside the bed, and I was playing, like, music, and I had it really fucking loud. Like, I had the lights off, I had blue LEDs Jamming. on, I was just vibing back there. And all of a sudden, that pin cup goes flying all the way across the room, like, from the closet walls all the way to the bedroom door. And my pins went flying everywhere. I freaked out, and I ran my ass in here, and that was at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. 4.30 in the afternoon, and I did. I freaked out. Like, Joey went back there, and he's seen the pins and the shit everywhere. And he was like, what the fuck? If that would happen to me now, I'd be just pissed because, like, now I'd just no, pick I up these fucking up these damn pins. pins. No, the ghost is going to pick it up. You like, get you out have, there and you, you pick it up right now. You have the energy to knock it across the fucking room. You have the energy to put it back in the cup. <laughs> but see, where our bed is so big, because we have a big-ass king size bed, we had it up against the wall. That table was right there next to that wow. closet. That's crazy. It Damn was it. right next to that closet. <laughs> and it just went flying, dude. Like, random dull. shit. Like, when, out. when we moved that table, stuff stopped getting knocked off of it. But the whole time it was right there, if I was sitting back there alone, like, Joey worked at nights, like, he just worked at Domino's until, like, 2 in the morning sometimes. Shit, would just randomly get knocked off. That's like, or, that like, makes me believe. I would get pissed the hell off, and I would break everything off of that, that one Table. Yeah. That one table, not the dresser, not Joey's dresser, that little table. Whatever. That makes me highly believe that like spirits do attach themselves to you and they will follow you wherever yeah. you go. Oh yeah. So I think <laughs> I'm highly, I'm a believer that that happens and whether I don't think it's always bad necessarily because okay so one day I was using the bathroom and I was home alone. It was just me and the dog. So, I pee with my bathroom door open because there ain't nobody there. It's my house. You, you know? I do what I want. And I heard this melody, like, and it was so familiar. So familiar. I was like, I just could not place where I've heard it before. I was just like, I know I've heard this before. I don't know where I heard it, but I know I heard it. Um, and at the time, like, the living room's pretty big and we only have the one couch. So, I had the couch kind of moved up closer towards the entertainment center. So, you can actually, like, walk behind the couch to go out the front door to go into the hallway. Is this at your apartment? Um, yeah. Okay. So, I remember hearing the melody. I'd used the bathroom, washed my hands, did what I did there. And uh, I called Phil. And I was like, Phil, um, like, I heard this music and I cannot place where it's coming from. But, like, it was weird because I'm sitting here, like, trying to figure out what it is. No, None of the TVs were on. There wasn't music playing. It wasn't my neighbors, for sure. Because it was so loud and predominant. And uh, I had her on speakerphone. I had set my phone down on the back of the couch to get my stuff ready to go come over here, actually. And on the phone, and Phil can vouch for me on this. Yes, I can. On the <laughs> phone, my music box that has this little clown peeking up out of it 
started and the clown would like kind of like circular motion its head it's a cute music box i fucking love it but that's where the melody was coming from it's coming from and it happened it happened while i was in the bathroom and it happened right in front of my face you have in the living room touch it at all no recently too apparently according to draven I, i i sleep when he's home or by the time he gets home i'm usually asleep but he said that when he came through the door a few times it's happened and i know for a fact that it wasn't just the music box itself settling because i haven't wound it in a long time and if it was going to settle it would have already settled right yeah no and i don't his kids know not to touch it you know because those are all my clown dolls those are very special to me some of them were handed down to me from my great grandma they're very special. I they think know. it was her saying, hey. Yeah. They know not to touch it. Well, and that's funny because I was on the phone with Phil and I looked up and I was like, Phil, do you hear that? And she was like, yeah, what is that? I was like, that's the music box. That's the music I was hearing. And she was like, what? I was like, yeah. And I was joking around and I was just like, well, I know you're here now. And I haven't seen it since. I haven't she seen it or nothing. heard it since at all. I and think it's where you were like stressing a lot. And well, starting to get kind of down, and maybe it was grandma like, hey. It could have been, but I also feel me. I also feel that sometimes when uh, spirits are trying to like reach out to you, mm-hmm. if you, especially if you don't Small feel like it's a hostile type of situation, like they just want to acknowledge, like they want you to acknowledge that they're there and that you're not alone. Um, and then once you acknowledge, like, hey, I know you're here with me, a lot of the times they're like, okay, and that's all they want is just to be acknowledged before they pass on. They don't mm-hmm. want to be forgotten. I feel like there's spirits everywhere. Yeah. It's just the ones that have that negative effect where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're not welcome here. Yeah, you're not welcome here. They will suck the energy out of you. There is a negative one in here, and that is, that's actually why me, Joey, and Mia switched rooms. This was the one I was telling you about that me, Joey, and Mia had an experience with it. Mia's was probably the most terrifying, though. So, I had went over to Courtney's one night, and... Joey had called me, and he was kind of freaking out, and he was telling me what was going on, and when he told me what he saw, it kind of freaked me out, and I didn't want to say anything, because I didn't want to feed into it and freak him and her out, because they were here alone, right. it was really late at stay night. Home. Well, I had got, me and Joey had gotten into a, like, a series of spats, like, we were arguing, like, it was just constantly, like, just negative here in the house, but we don't like to fight in front of Mia. Right. So, you know, it was always usually like late at night. Well, I had come in here on the couch, and obviously, like the way that our kitchen and living room is set up, you can see directly in here in the kitchen. And we have these blue lights, and there's usually one right there plugged into the stove, right above it. Well, I was laying here, and I had my head down towards the door because. You know, I knew that the door was locked. I felt okay. Plus, I just I just didn't want to sleep with my head away from the kitchen for some reason this night. <laughs> you feel like something's behind you. I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I swear, like, sitting, like, standing right about where you're sitting, actually, there was a lady in a dress. Like, it, it kind of looked like the nurse from Bed by Daylight. Like, oh my no, god. <laughs> no fucking facial features, no hair, just standing there in a black well, Joey, Joey had been seeing out of the corner of his eye, it would look like the bottom of a black dress, and it was in Mia's room. It was in Mia's fucking room. Well, a few days before I seen the damn thing in the kitchen on my own, I was sitting at the other end of the island there, and you guys, not you, but you, Draven, and AJ were here. And she was asleep, and I looked in there because I thought I heard something, and that same thing was standing beside of her bed. The night that Joey called me freaking out, Mia had ran into the back bedroom while he was playing a game. And she was freaking out. She was scared. She was like, something was breathing in my ear. And it was raspy, like it was nasty, like it scared her bad. And the cats, all three of the cats were in there. And if you know my cats, like, they don't sleep in the bed with Mia. They never do. They never offered to go in there and sleep with her until that stuff started happening. She freaked out and she was like, I want to switch rooms. 
So we switched rooms the next day. Well, literally the day after we got settled in there, AJ had come over to help Joey build the chicken coop to get the chickens in a bigger cage and stuff. And Mia was out there with them, so I was completely alone in the bedroom, and I felt like dog shit, dude. I was sick. Like, it just hit me out of nowhere. I just did not feel good. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to puke. Mm -hmm. I had a temperature. Like, you name it. I was laying on the edge of the bed with my bed, like, my back to the closet, and I swear I could hear something breathing and something grabbed the back of my neck. Like, caressed the back of my neck. And when I, when I turned around, there was nothing mm -hmm. there, and I freaked out, but my was like kind of billowing and I was like oh hell no okay nope because the ceiling fan wasn't on there was no air coming in that bedroom what was moving that tapestry the cats were all three asleep on the bed with me they were nowhere near the back of my neck though and I did I ran outside and I sat curled up outside in the cold waiting for them to get done because I didn't want to be in here by myself yeah <clears throat> now I've never actually been touched at all um like at all i know like i used to wake up with like random scratch marks on me but i don't know if that's just something that people do in their sleep to themselves by accident or whatever Sometimes. um but i've never actually physically been touched or pushed or grabbed or anything like that um when i used to go like ghost hunting with friends and stuff now but i will tell you uh bumpus cove Went out there one night. <laughs> I do want to go out there. We were talking about it. And oh, actually, I think Joey was one of the people that were with us that night. So he could, I don't know if he'd remember, but I remember we were walking through. We had brought the tarot cards and everything like that. We didn't have a Ouija board. Obviously not. I'm never going to do Ouija board. Um, That's just asking for trouble. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, I have one at home, but it's never been open and I use it for decoration because I think that they're cool. You know, like they, they look cool. I myself would never actually use one. But I wonder if that would uh, be like a specific. They say that the like most realist Ouija boards that you can use are the ones that are made out of wood. Yeah, not uh, the ones from. And you're supposed that are to. There's like a whole regimen that you have to do with it. You have to do like candles and all sorts of stuff to be able to actually use it properly. Uh, I don't actually. I won't use one. Uh, I did when I was younger, but it was like a fake one. And. You know, kids. Any place I'm gonna go where there's gonna be some activity, I will do a like a little protection ritual. I will put up a wall, but, uh, and whatever's there is not welcome to. Follow we went me. to Bumpus Cove, and uh, Kalina actually brought her tarot cards, and we were walking around, and like in the middle of Bumpus Cove Cemetery, it just is the most eeriest feeling. Mm -hmm. It's right in the middle, too. Because there's hardly any graves in the middle of the cemetery. And there's this really big tree. And it's just kind of odd. And the temperature drops a lot mm -hmm. when you're in the middle of the... So I remember she was doing her tarot reading. And I was looking around at all the graves. And there was this one specific one, like, quite a bit away. But the little solar lights that people put at people's gravestones, there was one specific one. And it kept blinking. And I was like, I'm, I'm curious. So I, I watched it. And it was not a specific blink pattern. It was just sporadically blinking. That's and I felt... Well, I felt now. like I felt like we were not alone, obviously. It's a graveyard. Mm -hmm. And all I remember doing is I look over and I'm like, stop. And it did not blink again. And I was like, blink it twice. And it blinked it twice. And I was like, dude, like something is paying attention to us right now. Yeah. Like, it was the craziest. And I get goosebumps. Like, I'm <laughs> like you know I'm not lying about this because I got goosebumps. I'm trying to rub them away. But it was it was bizarre, honestly. I was just like, wow. But I didn't get a bad feeling. Like I said, like, the middle of the graveyard is where you get the most eerie feeling. But you don't feel negative in a way. Just like, something's there. Just, uh, yeah, like you're in a graveyard. I mean, yeah. it's a possibility that there's going to be multiple different, you know, entities there. But that one specific one was paying attention to us and wanted our attention because when I said stop, it stopped stop. blinking. You saying smell, that reminded me of an instance. Instance? Yeah. 
that happened at um, the house I lived in when I was younger. Uh, I was going, I was looking through something, it was like a tub full of, of stuff, I don't know. Okay, so I got this weird smell that kind of like came through for like a second and then it went away. And I'm just thinking like, where did this smell come from? Because, okay, I know what a dead animal smells like. They, it's, they all have that same smell. The rot. It's just, but it's that same smell. Like, oh, that's a dead animal. You know, yeah. it's a dead squirrel, possum, whatever on the side of the road, except, you know, I guess a skunk, because you just, oh, you smell the, the spray. But it, all animals, when they die, it's that same smell. I don't know what human smells like when they're dead. It's awful. I, yeah, I can only assume it's worse it and to the point putrid. Um, but what I was looking through, there was nothing that stunk like that. It, the only thing I could compare it to is like, I wanted to say rotting meat, but I've smelled rotting meat and it wasn't rotting meat. So I'm like, what the fuck passed behind me and had that smell? Nothing good has that smell. And I never smelt it again. I mean, there was an instance I remember off my room <clears throat> I smelled something really nice for like a second. I, I, it, and I thought, oh, is it the laundry? Is it this? But it didn't smell like it. Mm -hmm. But it smelled, it made me feel safe. Yeah. It was very comforting. So they say that um, spirits of loved ones that have passed on, like they'll have a certain smell to them that you'll remember, even though like you might not remember subconsciously you do. Um, and even if it's not of a loved one and it's just a nice spirit, like they'll have more of a floral good smell to them uh, like, they say that demons are the ones that carry the sulfur smell which smells like rotting eggs or like but meat. it didn't even meat. smell like that i don't this it smelled like death but i don't even know what death but it was, that was the only thing that came to my my mind was like i've never smelled the smell before and i still have not smelled this smell before it seemed like something that wasn't natural yeah and it was just oh and even the stuff i was looking through there was like candles you know so i'm just like there's nothing in here that stinks like that. And yeah. then it was gone. I mean, I never smelled it again. I mean, that could have been, could have been anything. Like, it could have been a spirit just passing through at that point in time. Yeah, like, it was, but it did feel right. Um, yeah. The, the one that I smelled that smelled good, I mean, I just thought in my head at the time, I thought, oh, maybe it's like just an angel or like a guardian. Yeah. Somebody's like, hey. But there was an instance, okay, when I was working as a custodian, I had to be there like at 445 in the morning. And this was at a, a college, okay? My grandmother had passed in Texas. My great grandmother. And um, there was nobody there. It was that early. Like, there's there's nobody there. It's just me. Um, I went to several buildings I had to clean. And I go to one to get some supplies. I go, like, across the sidewalk to the other part. And then I come back and put my stuff up. Okay? I walk in this door. Nobody was there. And immediately, um, I smell, I, I smell like the same perfume that my great-grandmother wore. I called her, uh, we called her Nani. It was like, I, I, I think she, I think she visited me. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a possibility. Like I said, I mean, like, I, I've the never, smells that you smell from your childhood, like, it can, um... I don't smell that smell a lot. I don't, I don't think I've ever come across it, and it was just weird at that time. And it just felt like she showed up and, you know, say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, weird. Just like the shadow man that I seen sitting in my doorway. Like, literally, I think... I can't remember if it happened before my uncle passed away or right after my uncle passed away. Either way, it was, like, right there in that time frame, dude. Um, that's also when I started having the premonition dreams Uh the, that's weird, I'll tell you. Like, yeah, straight up, I was in, really I had I just moved, well, I had just moved back to Tennessee from North Carolina, and I was in eighth grade, and I went to school with this girl, and uh, I'm not going to say names just because, like, due to respect reasons, but I remember uh, having a dream that she had passed away, and a week later, it happened all the same it did in my dream, and I was like, whoa dude That's like this crazy. is fucking crazy yeah so um and i had a dream about like my uncle getting stabbed in the heart right before he died of a heart attack so it was yeah it was a little crazy around that time i was like 
what's going on? And then come to do research and find out that it's just I'm more spiritually awoke now, you know, so I was just like crazy. Right before someone that I'm like close with or I've associated dies, I can literally smell funeral flowers. Like, you know how they have a different Mm -hmm. smell. Mm -hmm. Like, you you know, and they they reek. Oh my God, they reek. Yeah. It is literally the stench of death. Mm -hmm. Like, it is straight up. And there's been a few different times, like, uh, they would not let us go. They wouldn't let us kids go into the hospital when my uncle was in there. And this was literally right before he died. Like, his heart exploded, and he, like, suffocated on his own blood. Damn. Because someone shot something up in his IV. Oh, my. Yeah. Mm. But um, I, I had waited. I was sitting in the waiting room, and that's all I could fucking smell. That's all I could smell. And I just had this awful feeling. I had this pit in my stomach, and then we were at Kinzer Park, and that's I could just smell it all day that's what I smelled I was just drowning in it like they were cooking out and I couldn't smell the hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff like and that night we were watching the fireworks and they were going off and yeah they started freaking out and everybody started throwing kids in the trucks and stuff and then my mom like I remember the smell just stopped and my mom got a phone call, and she she slammed on the brakes and pulled over to the side of the road and got out and started screaming and hit the ground like. And I knew I was like, oh. It's my weird God. how like spirituality works and stuff, you know. Especially yeah. uh, spirits don't come to everybody; yeah. they come to those who will actually see them and hear them out and listen and are more aware. I think. Because not everybody has a paranormal story. Everybody, there are skeptics out there that are like, no, I've never, uh, it's not real. yeah, it's not I'm real, really blah, blah, blah. Open. And I'm sitting here like, for people like us that are like more open to the fact that there is the spiritual, like there are spirits that I mean, still roam. Them, if you see them and you feel them, like how is that, un- like how is that not real? Yeah. Like, I've had dreams of people that have passed. And it's like, maybe it's my, just my brain, but there's just moments in these dreams where it's like it, like, that's really them there. Yeah. I'm talking to them. And then it goes back to my crazy dream nonsense. Yeah. But it's just them telling me, like, you know, they're good or whatever. I don't know. Um, I've had it where I felt like something bad happened and it turns out something did happen. Mm -hmm. Usually someone close to me or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, that's why I was feeling a lot of anxiety that day at this time, you know? I mean, I was telling my mom, like, around the time that my brother had gotten arrested, I was telling my mom, like, that I, a few days prior, like, I had a dream of handcuffs, like, just popping up, like, it was, it's just some bizarre dreams that I have, it's just like, you don't know what's real, what's not real, why is it just showing me a pair of handcuffs, and then all of a sudden it gets arrested, I'm like, oh, Okay, but the universe will, like, try to talk to you in certain ways. Like, it'll come to you in certain ways and try to give you, like, hints or something and be like, hey, like, I'm just forewarning you, and mm. this is how I'm this is how I'm doing it. Like, whether it's something that you hear, something you dream of, something that's just, like, you know, co- repetition. Smell. Think about human instinct when you have that feeling that something's not right. Your like, trust your guts. Mm-hmm. You, get, you get out. You leave. You know, it's like, a, like a, so think of, like, what your mind yeah. Maybe it's it's something like, hey, um, this is going to happen, or you just foresee it coming. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's, it's extraordinary, too. So, just to brighten the mood here before we end, uh, I do have one other story. It is kind of funny of a story, though, but it does have to do with ghost hunting. Um, I remember it. Robbie was there, mm-hmm. and it was another friend of ours, and we went to the Gwendolyn's house. Uh, I had just recently healed from having surgery and I did not want to walk up into this house because it was quite a little bit of ways through brush and stuff and I just didn't mm. want to trip and hurt myself. So I decided, hey, I'll stay at the car, keep a lookout while you guys go in here. <clears throat> so I'm sitting outside the car. It was summer, so it was relatively warm and I'm watching for cops or cars or whatever else people and uh you can see their flashlights in the house and stuff so i was just sitting at the car and uh i was on my phone smoking a cigarette all of a sudden i heard something in the brush behind me Mm -hmm. and okay so when you're 
out at places that are supposedly haunted and you're doing like ghost exploration mm-hmm. or whatever like you're kind of on edge a little oh, yeah. bit you know what I'm saying like you're like what the fuck did I just hear I had a flashlight and I was like I like whipped around real quick cigarette in one hand flashlight in the other and I'm sitting here like what is that <laughs> all of a sudden dude no joke this big ass possum and I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about this Fucker was huge, okay? Like, this is the biggest possum I've ever seen in my life. It was, like, like, it was humongous. I just can't explain it. Like, it was just absolutely enormous. On a scale. On a scale. It was probably the size of, like, like, a terrier. Yeah, I mean, we used to have one. It was freaking huge, And I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking not. about both width and length was humongous, okay? And this, was it fatter than Gouda? God, yeah, it was. And it took off running towards me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And I was like, go away. So I jumped in the car real quick, slammed the door, right? And uh, I remember, like, they could hear me up in the house because the house was kind of falling apart. But they were like, are you alright? And I'm like, no, this big ass possum's out here trying to eat me, dude. I was like, it just came out of the brush and started chasing me. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was a pretty funny aspect. But when Robbie and our other friend like come walking down towards the car, like we, they went to get in the car and they were like, Courtney, like, did you leave handprints on the car? Oh I was like, dude, God. I haven't been to the front of the car at all. And we were all sitting in there, like, staring at each other, like, well, who put handprints on the car? And then something had, like, took, like, it felt like if you put your hands on the car, it started shaking it. Yeah. So we got the hell out of there. <laughs> I was like, not only did I almost get eaten by a possum, <laughs> but something's pushing the skull. The possum. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, that was a pretty funny story. I've always wanted to go to that house, but I think it is actually burnt down. It did burn down there. and it's actually not there anymore. Yeah, I was pretty Because it's upset. in Elizabeth. And, and it was on private property, too. It was on private property, which is why I was the lookout. But nobody has to know that. So none of y'all tell them, you know. Can I do one last little short story? Yeah, you can do one little it short story. Bumpus Cove and my brother Matthew could actually confirm this. My dad had always told us, he was like, you never go up there at night, it's bad, like, you stay the fuck out of there. Like, so, me, you know, being the rebellious teenager I was, I mean, me, anyways. me dragging Matthew along with me, because Matthew was like, yeah, I'll go with you, you know? <laughs> I was like, come on, buddy, we're going to Bumpus Cove at two in the morning. This truck that I was driving, it was an 83 S10. It was a straight shift. There was nothing wrong with this truck. It had, you know, it... it the windshield wipers were about the only sketchy thing, right? Well, we get up there, and I had my radio on because I had one of those old radios. Like, it had the dial on it and shit. Like, I didn't have any of the fancy Bluetooth stuff. We were sitting up there, and I had my truck off. And I had my lights. Like, I didn't pull all the way up there because it's like a nice roundabout or whatever to where you can go out. I had barely pulled up in there, and... Matt was like, man, he was like, it's really cold, you know, like, cut the heat on. So, I went to turn the key over, and my headlights had come on, and the radio was on, and it, like, the radio cut off for some reason, and me and Matthew neither one had touched it, and I was like, what the fuck? My heater wouldn't come on. I tried to cut my headlights on, my headlights wouldn't come on. My truck wouldn't fucking start. At all. And there was nothing wrong with it. I had a full tank of gas. I had checked all the fluids. Like, I, I was getting pretty fucking worried, you know, because I was like, uh, Matt, <laughs> this is not good. Matthew starts freaking out because it sounds like something goes right on my fucking window. Yep. Well, that's not it. Well, I ain't getting out of the car. <laughs> the fucking radio comes back on. And it's nothing but static. My headlights flicker, and I swear to God, you guys, I'm not making this shit up. My brother was like, he started freaking out. He was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, there was a line from, like, across the way where you pull your car up from, like, the edge of the fucking woods as far as you could see down. 
and it being 2.30 at night and just being able to see it through headlights, it looks like a shit ton of people, like, just lined up. And you can tell that they're dead, like, oh there's, my no, God. there's no facial expression, like, it's just straight up, and they're just looking into my truck at us. Mm. And, like, my <laughs> lights, like, like I said, they're flickering, like, you can hardly see this shit, like, I'm freaking out, and then they come on, and you can see them plain as day. And Matt starts freaking out, and then the headlights stopped. Like, they flickered off again. They came back on. Like, all of my stuff came on. My dash lights, everything, and it was gone. My radio was fine. My truck started up, and we got the fuck out of there. So, you know, the story behind Buckus Cove is if you take your vehicle up around 3 o'clock, and do three circles around the cemetery, park it at the top of the cemetery, and turn your car off, it's not supposed to come back on. Yeah. And yeah. also, you're supposed to see headlights behind you, because there's a story about a guy in a Jeep, which is a story for another day, and we will cover some more ghost story topics, um, personal yeah, stories got, got and stories. Here, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whether it be our stories or someone else's stories, that we know. Um, these were like our personal Yeah, these stories. were straight personal stories for us. We have a lot more of them. Just not a lot of time <laughs> for a, per episode. Um, y'all want to add anything else before we close it out? No, that's no. about it. Okay. You go. No? Alright, well, we appreciate for you all listening. If you have any personal stories uh, or experiences and you'd like to have those shared don't forget to like and share this with your friends and also write those stories into us once we get our social media up your story could be featured in one of our episodes um just be careful what you say because they are listening 